You're listening to I Heard It on the 806, a podcast by John Bowers. As John was nearing the end of his prison sentence, he received a unique request from the prison nun. One of her duties was to visit the men who were dying in the penitentiary hospital. Having seen the work God was doing through John's Bible study and other places throughout the rest of the prison, she wanted to bring him in to do what she was unable to do as a federal employee, share the gospel with these men who were on their deathbeds. The word spread throughout the prison, through the guards and through the headquarters of the officials, that there was a move of God. There was a revival going on in the prison. And the Catholic nun was very aware of this. She was a short little lady in stature. She had been there for 15 years as the Catholic nun for the, for the Catholic believers. And one day I get a call over the loudspeaker. And so all 940 inmates know that I've been called to the sister's office. Because you hear it all over the, all over the, the prison grounds. John Bowers, you are to report to sister so-and-so's office immediately. So I went over to her office and knocked on the door and she said, please come in and walked in and sat down. And she says, Mr. Bowers, she said, I want to get right to the point. She said, I'd like for you to go with me as I go every Friday to the hospital on the third floor. And I present cookies, candy bars and pop to those that are dying. I've been doing this for all these years. It's a wonderful ministry, and I'd like for you to go with me. And I said, well, wait a minute. Sister, in all due respect, why would you want me to go with you? She says, because I've been watching what's going on in your cell block. I've been watching your Bible study. I've been listening to your Bible study even. And I can tell you right now that I want to somehow take some of the power of God's Spirit that I see in you and distribute to these men that are dying. Well, I said, I'm obviously not going to go then and hand out pop and candy and, and cookies to make them feel good. I said, why, why make somebody feel good to go to hell? Let's make sure that they have their ticket to heaven. She said, well, we can't do that here. We're a federal prison. I said, sister, if you want me to go, I'm doing the same salvation plan that you've been listening to me talk about to these inmates. And you know that 75 of the inmates are attending the Bible study. And you know that souls are getting saved throughout this campus, throughout this prison. She said, yes, I know that. I said, so is that why you called me? You could have called anybody else out of these 940 inmates. And you're calling me. Why are you calling me? And she put her head down and shook her head. She says, I think you know why I'm calling you. I said, okay, then let's go. So Friday at two o'clock in the afternoon, I was in her office and she escorted me to the hospital. We went up on the third floor and on the third floor, there were about five hospice rooms where the inmates were there dying at any time. First room we went into was an African-American that had a phone laying on his chest. And so they had called his relatives and he was making his last phone call, but the phone was dead. He never was able to make the call. And eyes were closed. Appeared, appeared that he was either in a coma or had already passed. And the, the sister said to me, well, Mr. Bowers, let's, let's, let's leave him alone. Let's, let's go on to the next room. 
I says, no, we're not going to leave him alone. I said, this is why I've come. I, and I called him by name and I said, I'm here to present salvation to you so that you go to heaven, not hell. If you don't know Jesus, then pray this prayer because I want you in heaven. I took his hand. It was limp with no feeling. I did feel a pulse. So I knew he was alive and I said, okay, pray this prayer. And I prayed the sinner's prayer with him. Jesus, come into my heart and save my soul. I confess I'm a sinner. I repent of my sins. Jesus, I believe you're the Christ, the Son of the living God, and today I accept you as my Savior. Tears started rolling down that black face, tears pouring out of his eyes, running down his face. And I turned around and the sister was gone. And I said, my friend, I'll see you in heaven. He died just hours after that. In fact, when we were coming back down the, the corridor, they were wheeling him out. Oh, talk about just making it at the right time. I went to the next door, but I, I've got to tell you that, that when that happened, the sister had left, and I went out in the hallway, and there she was crying, hands in her face, crying. I said, are you all right? Now, I can't touch a guard, but God said, put your arms around her, and I put my arms around her, and she put her head down into, on, into my chest, and she just cried, and she said, that's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. I've never seen anything like that, and I said, sister, let's carry on. You haven't seen anything yet. We went to the next room, and this little guy was just broken. He was just distraught, just looked like a skeleton. And the sister said, this is, um, this is the man I've been telling you about. This is the guy that has had a Bible study, and I brought him. I wanted to, I wanted to introduce him to some of you today. And I said, do you know the, the way to heaven? He says, listen. He says, I know I'm going to die. I know I'm going to hell. And I've been asking everybody here, does anybody know how to get to heaven? And nobody knows. I says, well, my friend, I know. So give me your hand, and we're going to pray this prayer. Now, I had the card, the salvation card with me from Christ Center with Romans on one side and the salvation prayer on the other. And so I prayed that prayer, and I handed that card to him. And I said, you read this when I leave, and you continue to know that what you prayed and what you believe now in Romans has captivated your heart and you just got your ticket to heaven. That guy started crying like a baby and he says, do you mean I can actually go to heaven now and live with Jesus forever? I said, you absolutely can. And when we left that room, I heard shouts and jubilations coming out of that guy's mouth. That's hallelujahs. I'll never, I'll never forget that sound. We went to the next person same thing happened. They received Jesus. We went to the next person. Same thing happened. We only had one person that told me to get the hell out of his room. The nun that day took me back to her office, and we sat there, and she continued to lose her emotional stamina by crying and saying, I've never experienced anything like it. I, I didn't know that this could happen. I said, sister, then... I'm leaving just in a couple of months. You've got to carry on. She said, well, I can't do this because they'll fire me. I says, well, then get one of my uh, students. They understand how to lead people to Jesus, and they will do then what I'm doing right now. I got letters from some of the inmates that told me they'd pick up the, the cross where I left it and that the sister was taking them and souls were getting saved and miracles were happening. Oh, praise God. Praise God. You've been listening to the I Heard It on the 806 podcast. 
with John Bowers. Make sure you don't miss an episode by subscribing wherever you listen. To learn more about John Bowers, this podcast, and to find out how you can get a copy of his new book, I Heard It on the 806, go to IHeardItOnThe806.com. This has been an Avenue 153 production.